understood. General, give us a one-mile perimeter. Forget it, Richards. You had your shot, and you blew it. This is a military operation now, so jam the signal, get out of the way, and let us do our job. You don't understand. No, you don't understand. So let me make it clear for you and your pack of freaks here. I'm the quarterback. You're on my team. Got it? But I guess you never played football in high school. Did you, Richards? No, you're right. I didn't. I stayed in and studied like a good little nerd. And 15 years later, I'm one of the greatest minds of the 21st century. I'm engaged to the hottest girl on the planet. And the big jock who played quarterback in high school, well, he's standing right in front of me asking me for my help. And I say he's not going to get a damn thing unless he does exactly what I tell him and starts treating my friends and me with some respect. I'm Griffin. I'm Molly. And we're going into the Superverse. Well, I know what everyone's here to to hear this week, which is, of course, our rousing discussion on one of the greatest superhero sequels of all time. No. No. It's really but, not. Uh, it's not even close. It's not even in the top It doesn't 10. hold a torch <laughs> to the first one. No, it does not. Although a lot of people think it does. We'll get there. I just like saw like an interesting piece of news come across my desk today, if you will. Um, I think I've talked about the Marvel Studios spoilers subreddit before, um, which is you, you have the normal Marvel Studios subreddit, which is you know pretty popular, but gets a little samey with the discussions. The Marvel Studios spoilers subreddit, despite its name, it's not 100% just like people trying to spoil the movies, but there's like a lot of production leaks and updates like on the back end of things uh, where like things get out. You know, what movies are uh, starting shooting? What shows are being pushed back? Things of that nature. Well, apparently, uh, Disney has had it up to here with that shit because there's always stuff coming out um, like... The whole uh, Spider-Man No Way Home that happened because there was green screen like pre-vis footage of Andrew Garfield like on set that someone just like filmed and it got released like that's a problem. They gotta tighten up their ship. They they do. And apparently the other day, this was like two days ago, three maybe. Somebody posted the entire Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania script, like the original script. Uh, one of the mods of the subreddit actually posted it. And that has incited Disney's lawyers to shut down. The subreddit has been shut down. I was going to say, like, can they take legal action against the person that posted it? They're taking legal action against Reddit to, like, basically get them to give up this, like, user's information. Like, as much as, you know, like they don't have identifying, to. like, IP address or something. Reddit will probably do it. Just because, like, I can't you imagine think? what it's like going up against Disney's lawyers. Like, they, they're just going to, like, put the brakes on them until they give up. Um, but, yeah, so I just, like, the other day, I think I was thinking about maybe, like, about the Marvels or... I just, I check it out just to, like, get the news. And I was like, why is it not here? And it was around the same time that Reddit was down for a couple hours. So I just chalked it up to that. But then, yeah, there was just, like, all this fallout. People being, like, it's one thing when you have like these little bits and pieces that like make their way out into the public and it, no one's really sure where they came, like where it came from. And when it's like a random user posting it, no one's really on the hook. It can just get deleted. 
but then it becomes kind of a different beast, I guess, when you have a mod who is like claiming to have like all these industry connections and it ends up there and nowhere else. It seemed pretty wild. Uh, don't really know what to make of it, but I mean, I just feel like if he didn't do anything or they didn't do anything illegal, like they should like whoever gave it to this person is really the one on the hook unless they actually work for Disney. Well, that's the question, I guess. Yikes. Because there's been like a that's history of pretty, this. I mean, I don't can't know. Do I can't. I, I don't feel like I have a public opinion on this. No, I, I don't really have a, a take on it. I just find it really interesting how hard they go on it. Somebody, I think, that worked at a movie theater posted on one of the other subreddits being like, yeah, I posted like uh, a sheet that like had the release date for it like before the trailer was out just because they needed it for like logistical reasons and they weren't supposed to tell anybody, but they like posted it and it, somehow it made its way back to them and they're like, yeah, I got fired. Yeah. Somebody, it, like the 2017 Comic-Con, they put out an Infinity War trailer that was not ever released to the general public. And somebody filmed it, and I remember that it would everywhere it got popped up, it would get taken down like almost instantly. It's just it seems like a lot of work. The devil works hard, but the Disney lawyers work harder. <laughs> okay, well, can we talk say, about what we, we came can, here to talk? We can about. talk about it. We can talk about it. I also want to note that this episode will be coming out on my birthday, and what a better what better gift could there be than? A Fantastic Four movie. Happy birthday to Sweet Griff. Thank you. Yeah. So here we are. The impending end of the world again. Again. And I always like to place these movies on a, on a timeline that helps me understand like the superhero I like to know movie. what's been out. Yeah. So. It's you know, 2007. It's, it's 07. Not a lot happening, I feel like, in 07. Well, our next... We're on the <laughs> precipice. Our next movie is also in 07. We're on the precipice of the MCU. Yeah. Or, yeah, we're a year out from The Dark Knight and Iron Man. And... So The Hulk has come out? Yeah, well... No, the first that came Hulk, out after. The, the Ang Lee Hulk came out a couple of years prior. The mid-2000s are a... Arduous time for superhero Did movies. Did any X-Men movies come out in 2007? I don't think so. What was X3? I think X3 was 2006. Okay. And then the next one wasn't X-Men Origins Wolverine, and that was like 2009. Yeah. So. Yeah, 2007. I mean, we're also on the cusp of the housing crisis. Like, a we, lot's we happening. Are. <laughs> we are. The world is in disarray. Well, as much as it is any other No, time, it's like pre-disarray, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Everything's good, but everyone knows. I guess the people in the big short know that something's coming. <laughs> Everybody else is like, hey, I'm going to sell my house for $800,000. When did um, Hellboy come out? First Hellboy came out in 2004. Second one came out in 08. Okay. It's it, more than I would say now. It was like definitely a really mixed bag. Oh, wait, did, um... Ghost Rider. No, did Spider-Man 3 come out in 2007? That would make sense. I think it did. That's the yep. touchstone I needed. Yes. Thank you. So we've got a hell of a trifecta, uh, along with others that were probably slipping through the cracks here. But yeah, we've got this movie, Ghost Rider, and Spider-Man 3. Not a great year for superhero movies. 
Do you think that at this time, Marvel was approaching Chris Evans? No, because that would have been a long time. That's We got a four-year gap. I don't, the... I don't even know if he's done What's Your Number yet, you know? I, I don't know. Do you even know what that is? I have is? no idea what that is. It's a rom-com. I guess Anna that. Ferris. <laughs> oh, well. Well, that's definitely a, a sign of the times. Well, uh, what was I about to I say? I think we need to pull back. Well, we do need to pull back. <laughs> well, I was going to say that this was like, Fox almost certainly intended to keep this going. There were, I don't think they were. It was like, they left a trail of crumbs if we decided to go back into the forest of Fantastic Four, but it was like closed looped. There was a planned Silver Surfer spinoff, which really just tells me that they really had bad plans. Because who watched this movie and they're like, I want more of this character. Well, I don't. I didn't come away being like, I want more of this character, but I did come away being like, oh, we've introduced other worlds with other people or other like humanoid beings. That, that's cool. So that did interest me. His last name's Rad. I mean, who wouldn't like that? He was boring. Yeah, he sucked. He's like beta vision. <laughs> he, he really is. And a, a lot of people did have it in mind that Vision would, like, replace Silver Surfer in the Infinity War kind of timeline because I think Silver Surfer is the one that kind of crashes onto Earth and is, like, warns them all because he's, like, the herald of Galactus. I guess he's also the herald of Usually things. we save this for the end, but who would win between Vision and this Mr. Guy? Rad? Damn, I don't know. Vision. You think? He's got an Infinity Stone. Yeah. In his head. It's true. He can, like... Yeah, no, I think, Although, I think Vision probably I don't know. Silver, we don't know what this dude's like. He just he like, also absorbs can weaken stuff. everyone else's power. Yeah, so. All right. It would be a pretty good fight. They'd probably end up like it's just like debating philosophy. Viz v. White Viz. Yeah. Uh, but my main beef with, yeah, because you brought that up. They made Silver Surfer, who, for all I know in the comics, could just be like a very stoic character. Doesn't matter. Um, boring. And they, like, were so close to Everything going... about this movie is pretty boring. Yeah, it's... They they really embraced some of, like, the really campy comic booky stuff. Like, the power swapping. Like, oh, no. Like, it's so... I love it. It's so, like, goofy. I love the power swapping. I think it's one of the strongest things they did in this movie. I think it is the strongest thing. And I'm like, why couldn't you just... If you're doing this, the Fantastic Four is a goofy-ass premise... Like, any, like, superhero family kind of is a goofy-ass premise. They're already wearing the blue spandex. Just give me a big-ass Galactus wearing the hat. Don't make it a big storm cloud. It was like they were straddling the line of, we're going to make Who is Galactus? That's, like, not even a villain in this movie. No, it, it doesn't matter. And, like, I don't know... I don't know what happened there. Because I'm like, you could just lean into the campiness, and it would have been a better movie. Instead, they do, like, a weird riding the line of, oh, we're doing a fun, goofy, mid two thousand superhero movie, but we're also going to try to make it, like, grounded. Well, that brings me to my least favorite part of this whole movie, and that is the foundation that we are built it upon, which is, oh, no, we've had to cancel our wedding four times, and we, like, want this big wedding, and, like, we can't live a normal life because we can't have a wedding. First of all, 
she's the invisible woman. She doesn't like attention on herself. Like, it is innate in her character. So I don't believe that she is, like, throwing this, like, bridezilla fit about, like, wanting this wedding and, like, mad that, like, things keep getting in the way and, like, wanting, um, what's his name? <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. Uh, Reed to be, like, I, like, all of that stuff. I'm just, like, this is the foundation that we're building this movie on, and it's so, there's a crack. There's a fault line. There is. Between me but, and the like, Fantastic Four. She's she's a woman, so of course exactly. she, has to, she has to be like this. If anyone's going to be a bridezilla, it's going to be Reed. Yeah, Reed is unbearable. Reed's All unbearable. the time. And like, yes, his whole like stance on this is that he's like kind of apathetic towards it, but like... I think in reality, he would want to, like, control every aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, like, I don't... You're so right that the the movie, this doesn't work for me, and I am, again, shocked by how many things I've read that it's, like, it's better than the first one. I think it's a lot more... Who? Whom has said that? Several reviews that I saw, like, older reviews. Wow. Um, I just don't... I, I bet I it's because people were just excited about the Silver Surfer. The action scenes are better. Like, it's they're better done, but the movie is just boring. And I think the first one's a bit goofier and embraces it better. Yeah, I I don't think Reed... Reed has no intention in this movie of wedding planning, which, again, like you said, doesn't really make any sense. And I think that's... It doesn't suit them to have a big wedding. Yeah, I don't think I... I just don't buy it. And yeah, it is like a really shitty foundation. Like, the movie... It makes it so important. Like, we spend so much time on the wedding right. stuff that the Silver Surfer and the potential apocalypse take, like, a... It's like feels like the B-plot to, like... Definitely. It feels like it's, like, a rom-com. Like, oh, like, our wedding keeps... Like, a superhero rom-com where Andre Brower will occasionally show up and be like, you fucking nerds, get, come with me. We have to save the world. And they're like, but Super what Bob about the flowers? The rom-com superhero movie I'm interested in seeing. Correct. That's also not true. I'm down for a romance in a superhero movie. Just not, not like this. this. Also, I just feel like it goes against their characters. Like, they're very... It's like a very intimate relationship. Like, they're very quiet with each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, It like, they spend so much time being like, oh, we don't want all this attention. Oh, like, let's move out of the Baxter building. And I'm like, then why are you having a huge publicized wedding outside where there's helicopters... And like Rolling I think they want, you. like, the helicopters no, and they stuff. Don't want like, they've like, become celebrities. But then, like, go to a courthouse. Go on a Tuesday. No one's ruining the world on a Tuesday. <laughs> True. Like, just, yeah, I... Oh, God. Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. And I all I could think was, like, when we're... You, like, get these, like, news clips. And obviously, like, the helicopter there. Um, they're, like, it's the talk of the town, this wedding, apparently. And all I can think is that the gossip is, like, there's no fucking way that she's going to marry this Reed Richards guy. Like, look at this absolute <laughs> black hole of charisma. I mean, if, like, our world had superheroes, like, I would definitely be interested in a romance between two of the team members. For sure. For sure. I'd be reading the gossip magazines about it. If we ever heard Reed speak, I would definitely be, like, Run away. That's what I said. After the first wedding cancellation, I was like, leave him. He brought his Blackberry to the wedding. <laughs> I just don't enjoy him. No. And I think that's the point. But. It, it's, but it's, I, we probably talked about this in the first Fantastic Four. And honestly, we'll probably talk about it again when the reboot comes out. Because 
yeah, Reed Richards is just that kind of character. He's like a Hank Pym. Like he is, yeah. and not as charismatic as a Tony Stark, but like really smart, has the skills to back no, it I think up, which Hank makes Pym it is like worse. a perfect uh, comparison. Yeah. You know who should have been getting married? Alicia, is that her name in the movie? Carrie Washington's character? I think so, in Ben. Yes. Yes, please. I, I, I'm a thousand times more invested in the well-being of their relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't know. Um, anyway, moving on from the wedding for now. Yeah, let me, in the beginning, the one thing I, I like a lot, uh, which is not even part of the movie, but the blue Marvel logo with the Fantastic <laughs> Four comics, I think it's fun. Uh, but really dumb, like, we're in space and there's a planet exploding, and then we go back and that doesn't matter for, like, a pretty decent chunk of the oh, movie. Oh, I didn't mind that. Well, I'm nitpicking now. It doesn't really matter. It's also a very short I mean, movie, so I can't really say it, like, took a, was on the back burner for too long. You didn't think it caused, like, some intrigue of, like, huh? No, it did. It did. Like, hmm, I wonder why. Also, I thought it was, like, really pretty, and then they, like, revisit at the very end with it exploding again. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like a callback. I recant my statement. I don't I even think that was like... my intent of the original note. I'm just, like, bragging on it a little bit. Okay. You went in with the intention to rag on this movie. Yes. Hmm. But I do have... Interesting. Well, not necessarily. I, I really didn't, actually. And I have some um, notes of stuff that I do like, so... One thing that I thought was, like, just a nice thing to include that comes up a lot in superhero movies is that they're, like, doing their invoices and they're talking about, like, what they got charged for. And I was like, that feels accurate. We destroyed two squad cars. But it, they're not making... That's not the foundation of the movie, thank God. I can't take any more of that. That would have been pretty ahead of its time. Thanks. Well, it's clearly not because they're including it. Yeah. But... I don't need a Superman versus Batman situation. That's not the the driving wedge between the team. Right. We're not beholden to the... (laughs) But they are, like, trying to make money off of it. Like, they've got sponsorships. And they probably need them to pay for, like, the damage and stuff. Yeah. I do think that's, like, a a pretty cool aspect. Because, like, yeah, we've dealt... not, Not just with, like, the repercussions of, like, damaging stuff, but also... Like, like making a living. Yeah. Like who's got the money and how are you? Yeah. Right. And that was a big part of the first movie is that like Reed's like super broke. Mm-hmm. So I did. I liked all that background stuff. I think it's it's kind of hard to like tell those stories in like live action adaptations because like we, we always, it seems like we have like a spectrum where there's like the ultra rich superheroes and then there's the broke superheroes and then right. there's the ones that, like, money is not an object. Like, Aquaman doesn't need money. Things like that. But, uh, like, in the comics, uh, I know that Peter Parker, like, an, as he gets older, because I guess they, I don't, age in comics is super weird. But he, like, starts a company, like, Parker Industries, and becomes, Wayne. like, I, I don't even know, like, when he's this like happens. He's, like, 40. Yeah. But he's, like, loaded. Like, he becomes, But his whole like, thing is that he's broke. Yeah, but so they make him not broke, and then they I think they had to, like, ruin his life again <laughs> to well, be like, oh, well. Peter will never be happy. Yeah. Um, Dr. Doom is alive. Yeah. Pretty, he, dun, gets, dun, he, dun. he returns fairly early. Well, you don't see his face. You don't. But we, we all know who it is. Of we course. Saw, they put him in the box at the end of the first movie. He's looking a lot like Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's rough. 
Yeah. It was just like when he's like watching like all of his like TV and like security screens, he like has the hood on and stuff. I'm like, this man is cosplaying as the emperor. Um, I'm just going with my. It's really fucked up that they didn't let Stan Lee into the wedding. Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Let him in, damn it. Like in all caps. I was just like, what's the problem? Who are all these other guests anyway? We don't know them. Yeah. We don't know any of the guests at any of the weddings. <laughs> no. We're, we were just watching. That, that was this movie at the end. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was thinking. That's what I was referencing. That, that wedding doesn't feel like it should be in this movie for. It probably shouldn't Cultural be. reasons. Um, we'll get there. Um, this wedding was not as graceful as the action-packed wedding of Spy Kids. I don't even remember the Spy Kids what? wedding. What? Okay. It's, is it in the first one or the second yes, one? Yes, it's in the first one. And uh, Alexa and Jeannie ask her a bedtime story. And then she's like, my favorite one. And it's about how these two spies met. And they fell in love. And then they got married. And they jump off a cliff with I remember the on. jumping off the cliff. Okay. That's when they're getting married. Because okay, their okay. wedding gets crashed. And this wedding gets crashed. In a different way. Yes. And they do not handle it gracefully, and they were not prepared. <laughs> no, they, they had no contingencies. Batman would be so upset. He's like, wait, you didn't plan for the 8,000 different ways your wedding could be attacked? Also, her and we're generally inconvenienced. Is it Carmen? It's Carmen. Carmen? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, that helicopter had no business getting up in their business. No, it was so disrespectful. But that was the time. The t- like 2007 was like probably like the height of like paparazzi. That's fucking crazy. Like Perez Hilton was like huge in 2007. Paris Hilton was like on the cover of everything. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan was starting a downward spiral, as was Brittany. Brittany. I think 2007 might have been the year of the shaved head. Whew, man, 2007. 2007 was a lot. Yeah. I was just I was just minding my own business. You were twelve. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I just threw out twelve. I think that's right. But yeah, no, you're you're on the money. Um Johnny gives up so fast with the silver <laughs> surfer. He's like, I got this, and he's like, You win. I don't got this. Immediately. <laughs> he didn't I mean I get like he's strong, but come on. You don't have to say you win. <laughs> like, no one asked you to do that. This guy's not even talking to you. You don't even know if he understands English, and you're still verbally surrendering. Do better. Okay, so you keep bringing up... You keep bringing up... You've brought I up... I, I won't shut up about it. Gal- Galactica? Galactus. Galactus, which I feel like we've heard that name before. And then I was like, is this like a celestial from Eternals? Because it kind of feels like that. But then it also felt like the guy in Doctor Strange that's trying to eat the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. We, you, you said that during the movie, and for some reason I couldn't remember his name. So-and-so, I've come to bargain. Galacticus. It's not, no, it's not Galacticus. It's not, it's not Gus. <laughs> Dormammu. Dormammu okay. is his name. Dormammu... Dark dimension demon guy, Galactus, who, yeah, I, I was only, you know, this is what Galactus looks like. And yes, he eats planets. And I think a giant guy that eats planets, cool, I'm down with it. 
But yeah, it doesn't seem like he's a celestial and eternal or anything. He was. Well, just I know like, he's not a celestial. It just kind of reminded me of that. For sure. I guess at some point he was just like a dude. I really don't understand how this could have happened. <laughs> Something, a series of unfortunate events, perhaps. Well, that's fine. It just reminded me of like some other stuff, I guess. Totally. Well, I mean, in an ideal world for me, where you know nothing else changes in the in the universe except for Galactus in this movie, um, that like visual of the eternal towering or the celestial towering over Earth at the end of Eternals, uh, to me is like a very, it's very striking. Uh, and they could have done something like that with Galactus. Just like, you know, if they, if they felt the need to tone down the design to make it work with whatever budget that they had, then fine. But anything's better than this, like uh, a vaguely threatening Nor'easter that's slowly encroaching earth. I'm like, I don't, it's not, I mean, it doesn't feel like a threat. It feels like a, a cosmic weather event. It definitely feels like it's going to eat the planet. Well, it is going to eat the planet, but I think it's just like, I'm not, I'm not particularly like cons- compelled literally by consume it. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not scared by it because it, it's not a thing. Right. It is not featured in any other movies, but you may have seen Galactus, Galactus appear in season four of chapter two of Fortnite Battle Royale. I missed season four, chapter two, chapter two. <laughs> I don't understand how Fortnite works with seasons and chapters. I'm, it's I'm an out open of touch. world. I'm a little game. out of touch. Uh, but yeah. Uh, digress. So digress. again, I, I think it's just very, and you can see like they have this screenshot on the Wikipedia where like you can kind of see like the outline of the helmet. The reason it reminded me of Eternals is because it's like they send someone ahead of time and then once it's like, once the world is powerful enough to like feed the planet, it comes, it's attracted to the people that it sent there. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I knew that it wasn't an Eternal, yeah, an Eternal, no, a Celestial. The director of this movie was like, I created Galactus as a cosmic cloud so the future Silver Surfer spinoff film could be unique because I guess they would actually show Galactus. And the writer was like, you don't want to blow something like that big and massive for one quick shot in the first movie. I'm like, what it did didn't you guys have think to be one quick of this? shot. You could have had it be an actual villain. I Because <laughs> there wasn't really a villain of this movie. No. We get like... You know, Abby, Doctor Doom, like, turns on them, but that's fun. We expect that. And then we like the Silver Surfer, and then he's like, I answer to the man, and then there is no the man. No, I answer to this fucking storm cloud. Yeah, it just, like, makes Silver Surfer seem like an idiot. And, like, stakes feel low, even though they're the highest they've ever been. Well, yeah, stakes feel low, because every time they're, like... Hey guys, like we gotta get our asses in gear, otherwise we're all dead. They're like, but what about the wedding? Right. What about what are when are we well, gonna have? Can we kids? just quit? I'm like, can we just not finish <laughs> the mission at hand first? Now, to be fair, and my notes are mostly mean about this character, but the only person really taking this threat seriously is Holt, Captain Holt. And he's mean. He's super mean. His his character is so funny to me because he he's only in it like a handful of times. I feel like he's in it a lot. Well, I just feel like he he would come like in and out. He'd and come he's in. He's brutally he's killed. So mean, yeah. 
Like I, I feel like they really skated right past that brutal murder. <laughs> That's pretty gnarly. This is a kid's movie, first and foremost. Not not in those ten seconds. I think it's PG. Is it really? Well, yeah, I can't see. Why I would it be, be surprised if it was PG thirteen. If it's PG thirteen, they should have flexed a little bit more. What are they gonna do? They it, yeah, I don't know. It felt like maybe it probably is PG because it kind of feels like Fox was like using X Men as that was like their more adult franchise. Yeah, it's PG. Um, but uh, yeah, Andre Brower. There's one point where they're all arguing with each other, probably about splitting up the team, I think it is. And he's just like, looks at them all and is like, what the hell is wrong with you people? And I'm like, yes. This Fair. is the only time I empathize with you. They're bickering. They're bickering. And he's probably like, dude, like, can we not do this right now? Like, you guys are together all day. Like, you couldn't have argued right. before and gotten it out of your system. And to them, and this part I feel like does make sense. It's like everything feels like such an immediate crisis. Yeah. So it's like, great, we're saving the world again. Like, we do this all the time. Like, to you, this is a big deal. But we, like, see this all the time. Even though it's not the same stakes. Yeah. Because it sounds like they mostly spend their time fighting, like, bank robbers and stuff. We're not really doing. with... Yeah, they're just, like, supporting. But, like, to them, it's, like, everything, everyone comes to them for, like, emergency. Right. Everything's an emergency. Um, we already mentioned this, but I definitely think switching the powers is the best part of the movie. Good way to create, like, obstacles and, like, not get too strong coming off the first movie where they've, like, now they understand their powers. Right. I think they could have done even more with it. They should have. They should have embraced it and like kept it going for longer. Yeah. But yeah. I I mean, jumping ahead, I really like when Johnny takes on all of them. Like he immediately knows how to work everyone's power. He's go. like, I've got this. But like, yeah, if they had done that in the beginning more than, you know, they, they also could have understood each other more because they had walked in each other's shoes. They didn't explore that at all. They didn't explore anything. Everything yeah. was surface level. Because, because this whole thing is like, you don't get where we're coming from. Like, that's the grounds of this argument is that, like, we're having a hard time with this. You know, it's a real Freaky Friday situation, and we did not get freaky enough, if you ask me. Totally true. Like, yeah. I wanted Ben to, like, have Johnny's powers and then be like, I miss being the thing. Yeah, he got over... Yeah, he, he was, like, pretty fine with that, for that brief... Brief moment of having normal skin again. Oh, he was he spent very the entire happy. first movie clamoring for, and then he was like, "Oh, okay. Well, it sucks that I can't get that again, but that's fine." Yeah, <laughs> I wanted him to like find a new appreciation for it. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Uh, we have a moment where, after the uh, initial power swaps, um, Invisible Woman is naked on the ground. And yeah, she's somehow like, no one else is ever naked. She's like, why does this always happen to me? And you're like, because you're the invisible one. And then in parentheses, I was like, also because it's just Galva. It's disrespectful. Why can't we see America's ass on the ground? Huh? No. You can't, you can't do that. He's that's not, not, he that's not PG. He's not fit like he, he gets. He's too skinny. No. No, no one got roided out for the Fantastic Four movies like they did for the Marvel movies. He's about to bulk up. Um, the Baxter building is full of screens that have like Fantastic Four screensavers, which I'm just a really big fan of the uh, the branding. You know, it's all very 
They have an image. They, they have a good image. Yeah, I'm like, who made those though? Who are they? Johnny. They. You think so? Well, you he think didn't Johnny like, personally make them, no, but who, he's like in charge of PR. Yeah, that's that's it's very funny to me just thinking about because they spend a bit of time talking about like those really base level logistics. I'm like, yeah, they got a contract out like a graphic designer to design their. All you their wanted shit. to spend some time on that. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, that, that is what I would like Maybe to see. Maybe take a meeting or two. Yeah, please. Give me like the, all the boring shit. I know what's going on. Um, I don't feel like there's like a ton of movie logic to bring back Dr. Doom in this movie in particular. I think if they were going to do a third one, they should have like teased him coming back in this. Um, but I was happy to see Julian again. He's so good. He's he's great. Like, just because he, like, drips, like, that evil villain yes. flair. Um, and you know that he's up to no good, but you don't know what his angle is. Right. And we love it. We uh, love a bad boy. We, we do love a bad boy. He's the baddest boy. But I agree. Uh, just strictly from, like, writing. I'm like, yeah, what? Like, why are we... Why is he back already? Like, and why is this movie, like, have another big Doctor Doom fight at the end? <laughs> it, it really... Like, there was this Batman game. Also, Fantastic Four has a lot of villains. Wouldn't wouldn't have guessed. They just couldn't, like, resist. Like, uh, the Batman Arkham games, the Joker's the villain for a bunch of them, and they released a prequel where it was like, okay, Black Mask, Ewan McGregor's character from Birds of Prey, like, Black Black Mask is going to be the villain this time. I'm like, cool. And then, like, you play through the whole game, and then it's like, oh, psych, Black Mask was actually the Joker. And I'm like, why? (laughs) I couldn't just let him be someone else. The Joker has a lot of screen time. We get who he is. Yeah. Also, like, they couldn't even get the, they couldn't get Mark Hamill to voice the Joker in that game. They yeah, because he it, was probably like, this was my timeout game. He was busy doing the next game, which also had the Joker. Well, then I don't understand why he couldn't have done a couple extra lines. That's ridiculous. They got uh, Troy Baker to do Joker instead. He was fine. Um, How did the surfer give um, Julian his skin back? It seems like he just has, like, a general healing skill and it's not really like beholden to any type of logic but he wasn't healing julian no no not really dr doom (laughs) julian's so much less threatening i know julie (laughs) but uh yeah i don't think they really um i'm unclear yeah what silver surfer's like power set is it seems like he is pretty i don't know again i'm like glad they made that choice because when we get the real Julian, and then too, like you were right that he just looked decrepit and not too not decrepit. entertaining. No, like kind of it threatening, but like not really. Kind of like the the uh, reboot Doctor Doom, like not good, not good. Another good thing about this movie, I did actually have a a fair positive notes. Um, I like that Johnny and Ben are bonding. Yeah, they needed that. Yeah. They spent so much of the first movie just, like, in a spat. And, like, they still have, like, a little tit-for-tat thing, but it's now, like, out of love. Yeah. Johnny gets to do a bit of growth in this movie, which is nice. Um, Chris Evans gets to play around with him a little bit. Yeah. Like, he has a nice moment with Sue, um, like... At the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Which, I was like, okay. Like, kind of... Yeah, he made, like, a bad, like big brother joke as he does but yeah i it's it's just really funny like it's it's still hard for me to see chris evans not as captain america and he was playing like 
like a pretty well-defined character for so long that going back, I'm like, is it, I'm like, does, do I just not like his acting sometimes as Johnny or is he, I guess he is like playing him Johnny's really a dipshit. Well. Yeah, but Chris Evans does such a good job of that. Yeah. Like, he does a really good job he's of. He's doing an impersonation of Tony. Yeah. He's like making him unlikable <laughs> despite the fact that Chris Evans is like eminently a likable person. So props him for that. Yeah, he is playing a Tony. Um, I, okay, back to negative. Um, can they just let Sue be smart too? Cause she's like canonically very smart. Yeah. I, I was, I didn't like that. I don't like the choices that they made like regarding her character. I'm like, she doesn't, she's not really doing anything. She's like kind of planning a wedding. Yeah. And like when, when it's like Dr. Doom and Reed are like having to work together, they're, like, right. they're in the lab and like, she's not there. She's not invited. I'm like, what, what is, what are we doing? Yeah, and it's always, like, Reed explaining things to everyone. I'm like, she's very smart in her own right. I get that Reed is, like, on another level, and I think they've showcased that. But, like, he's, like, explaining things to her, like, to the audience. And I'm just like, we can do that to Johnny, you know? Who Johnny's also smart. They're all like, smart. I think they, he went to MIT or something. Yeah, like, they are all smart people. Um, but, yeah, uh yeah, it's just like <laughs> we haven't quite left sexism behind in 2007. We haven't quite left it behind in 2023. No, we have not. We're working on it. Slow process. It doesn't rear its head as much. Well, in different ways, I guess. Um, I found myself kind of wondering, Silver Surfer is like a pretty pretty cool character. Obviously, it was like part of the Foxverse along with all these other characters, so... Of course, it hasn't happened again, but I'm like, I wonder if anyone's going to try to adapt this kind of story. I mean, it's anyone's guess as to how the Fantastic Four is going to be handled, but like, it seems like they have their own like little corner of things that's really cool, and I really don't have much exposure um, you know, to any of their side characters, let alone the actual Fantastic Four, so I hope someone gets the opportunity to do it. I think... The whole I thought Silver they Surfer, now have it. They do. They have the rights now. I'm just saying yeah. like, it wouldn't happen for a very long time. And I doubt that they would want to like redo this story exactly. But I think the whole, like, if they had properly taken the time to do a movie where it's like they're encountering the Silver Surfer and then it's like a sign of like bigger things to come like in the next movie, I think that would be really cool. And I, I, I'm, it's too bad that like, they didn't get their shit together for this movie because I would have loved to see how they would like have continued this series. And I wish that uh, they would have committed to some sort of X-Men crossover. I think that would have been the maximum mid two thousands comic book crossover. I don't think I would have been good. Oh, it would not have been good, especially because like if it had happened, it would have been, after the original X-Men trilogy, and that in-between time was pretty rough. It's like when sitcoms would do crossover events. They were never good. You know what? That makes me think of the new girl, Brooklyn Nine-Nine yes, one. So, so disappointing. The only good one, and this was back in like the very early 2000s, was um, Friends, and they did General Hospital. Wait, was it General Hospital? Or Which one had George Clooney? ER. ER. Yeah. They did a good one with that. It was very subtle. And then they did another one with, because um, Lisa Kudrow was in another sitcom and her twin sister, Ursula, is a character from that. That's so funny. And so they did this seamless, like, crossover. 
Uh, make sure you check out our other podcast, Shooting the Sitcom, to uh, to hear more of our thoughts on this. I think we're going to work on that name. Shooting the shit. Shooting the sit. I just thought of it, okay? I didn't we're workshop gonna workshop it We're going to workshop it. Um, Fantastic Four straight up made the military evil, and I love it. They're like the bad guys. They're the bad guys. Yes, they are. They're the worst. They keep them hostage. Yes. I mean, yeah, they're terrible. They, they throw them in jail. Andre Brower is a dick. They're making deals with Dr. Doom. Like, yeah. where's that? Where's that coming from? Yeah, I don't. If... Also, can we go to Dr. Doom's like home country if we're going to bring back Dr. Doom? Yeah, because they teased that and then yeah. it doesn't matter. I I think they panicked and they were like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Like the Silver Surfer's not good enough to, to handle like being the villain for this whole movie. Like, bring him back. They hit the panic button. Yeah, that they're shooting all of these scenes in like random forested areas, uh, just like in the first one. Yeah. So I'm like, we couldn't have just like had it. Just well, no, the first stars. one's like in the city. Oh, I thought there was. I guess I'm just thinking of this one. Uh, yeah. Oh, when there's like the Alps. Yeah. Like pay lip service. Just be like, yeah, we're in Latveria. We're on Doctor Doom's turf, and he has like we never get to see him like use his like Doom bots. Like that's his whole thing. He has like drones. He doesn't get to do any of his cool shit. I'm like, why bring him back if he just is here to get his ass beat again. You fucking loser. <laughs> that just reminds me, not exactly that, but like the other reason I was thinking it was like Doctor Strange is because I think they're also in like Tokyo or Hong Kong or something. Like that's where this scene ends. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the end of Doctor Strange. Yes. Um You were talking about Johnny's <laughs> growth. I was. I feel like it's really just like single person bias. He's like the only one like without somebody. So he's like, I'll make the sacrifice because like you guys have too much to live for and I have nothing. Correct. And I was I like, think you're That's on the money. Sad. He's like, none of my relationships are real. I'm, I'm I don't even love myself. No, no I'm, a, I'm a shitty person and I deserve to sacrifice myself for the team. Also just like cap. Yep. He can't, he can't help it. And Tony. <laughs> It's more like Tony, I guess. It, yeah. It's like, hey, remember me? I like saved everybody. <laughs> yeah. Which never like, heard dude. the end of that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, speaking of the military being the villain, I really liked when Andre Brower was like, "But you never played football in high school, did you, Reed?" That's I'm the like, quote at the beginning. So, oh, good. <laughs> so I'm like, we're, all of this stems from you being like a jock. And just, like, wanting to, like, beat up nerds. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. Like, that is... The, Do you think the that Reed read, read him? Oh, man, I didn't make that work. It worked enough. And, yes, he read him like a book. I just thought it was really funny because, like, I, I almost preferred Andre Bauer just being, like, super antagonistic for no reason. Like, clearly he had some sort of bias towards smart people. But it's just funnier to me if he's just, like, just I don't like actually feel like he did. Is he just, I think he, he just doesn't thing? like him. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, don't think he, I don't think he likes any of them, but yeah, he really dislikes Reed. Because he likes Dr. Doom enough. Yeah, well, peas in a pod, I guess. Birds of a feather. Yeah. They're terrible people. Um, I love how quickly Johnny can do all the powers... Also, there's the, I feel like there's a built-in solution there for their problem of their, like, we want to quit because, you know, we want to do family stuff. 
And then Ben's like, I miss being a real boy. Let John and Johnny's the only one that likes being a superhero. Give him all of the powers. Yeah. He can be Fantastic Four all by himself. I was gonna say he's he's Fantastic Four. That can be his his superhero name. People might be confused, he but they'll get the gist of powers. Quickly. Yeah. Uh please. I mean, come on, it's right there. Um I, so I, I thought it was cool that they tried to give some like uh exposition on who the Silver Surfer is. Uh like as a name. Um Norin. Norin Rad. Uh, which I think you were like, is he called? Well, did you say this or did I put it in my quotes? I was like, is it Rad? Because he's like a surfer. You said that. And on his home planet, they were like, yo, that's Rad, man. I would never say that. All right, well, it's funny to me. Damn it. <laughs> um, but I'm like, God. You're Rad. I don't know if it's... Oh, thanks. I'm assuming it's like a budgetary thing, but I'm like, we are doing so much telling and zero showing. I'm like, if the Silver Server is, like, from a home world, if he's talking about it to Sue, can't we get, like, a little flashback? He's like, oh, yeah. Like, I know. I have a loved one that I'm, like, right. working to save. Right, let's like, see her. I'm like, oh, they're saving it all for the spinoff, Does she look huh? like you? They're, Is she metal? Right. They were really confident in this spinoff. Right. For, some, for no reason. Like, there's not really any precedence for that. No. Uh, no, wait, there is a precedent. Electra. Was that in 2007? No, it was before that. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, Electra was like 2005. So, you know, I mean, say what you will about Electra, but I mean, we on this pod, we liked it more than Daredevil. So, but yeah, it just it felt like they were putting um, all of their eggs in the spinoff basket. And it, that it feels like they're getting ahead of themselves. <laughs> Also, if you want to spin off, you have to give us a little something more. Like, what are we spinning to? Right. This is like because I, I feel like it would have ended up like a Green Lantern situation and not in a good way. Agreed. We've talked about like how like some of the recent Marvel movies have been like backdoor piloting stuff for TV shows, and this is like backdoor piloting like a show that nobody nobody wants. Or like, like the TV shows are like their own like entry into the in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've liked how they've incorporated TV shows. I think they should do more TV shows. Yeah, but this was just not... Like, it's just upsetting because I think they, they removed some stuff for that, like as but like as a failed attempt at sequel bait, when it should have just been included right. and it would have made it a stronger story. Also, I don't know who that spinoff would have been for because I, as the prime age for this, I think, when this came out, 12, you know, whatever... Um, and I saw it, like, when it came out to DVD, I didn't see it in theaters, but, you know, I got it from the Blockbuster. Um, I would not have been interested in a Silver Surfer spinoff. I wouldn't have been curious about that. Now I would be as an adult that's, like, looking at the movie deeper, but, like, I know for sure as a kid, or even as, a, like, a preteen, that that was not interesting to me. No. It, they made no effort. To, to make him an interesting character. If they had shown a, a love interest, maybe. Yeah. Like, he wasn't interesting in this movie, let alone being the lead in his own right. movie. No way. Absolutely not. I kind of thought he was like an android. Yeah. Well, that's what... But yeah, the performance was like that. I'm sorry, Lawrence Fishburne. But we're... Yeah, we're giving off some robot energy. My 
last note, which I think I'm way ahead of you, was just like, Norrin, way to bury the lead. I don't really know exactly what that was in reference to. I guess. I think him at the end being like, I know how to destroy him. Probably. Or him just saying his name. Or just, either, or just being like, oh yeah, like my here's my board and it's going to just like help destroy Earth. Like, I guess he just waited yeah. a long time. Yeah. We all, we could have avoided so much of this. Lots of leads being buried. Thanks a lot, Norrin. Uh, yeah, so I, I remember like bitching a lot about like the ending fight in the first movie and I was proven wrong because I, I was like, oh yeah, they killed him with a fire extinguisher or a fire hydrant. Not really happened. Um, but that's what you always say. I know. But in this, he gets knocked into the water. I feel like I missed his Is that his weakness? I don't even know if he's supposed to be dead. Well, metal. I mean, yeah, he's going to sink, I guess. He's going to rust. But, oh, God. (laughs) He's like a little tin man. He comes back and he's like, somebody give me some WD-40. Yeah, he he gets knocked into the water with a crane and he's like sinking and that's the last that we see of him. And they don't even give him the post credit scene. They give that to Silver Surfer. I mean, he's obviously coming back. Obviously. Uh, he's coming if, back in he's coming back in Avengers Secret Wars. If they Wars. had done another movie. <laughs> uh, I, the, Do you think they're going to get Julian to come back for Doctor Doom? You know, he's he might be I don't know what he's lower doing. on the casting list. I, I don't think he's doing a lot. If I had to guess seriously what he's doing, it's like guest work on like network like crime dramas i mean he is from charmed yeah. the original because uh, I, w- I feel like dr doom is kind of like you could go any age with him yeah you could um i forget who like the obviously Band it was all bullshit scene. but they were like yeah the well like rumors because there were rumors that there was going to be a dr doom post credit scene in black panther wakanda forever um i can't remember who the fake rumors were anyway a scars guard. I've de- yeah, definitely some scars guards. Uh, that would and be people people good. of that ilk, like kind of yeah, vaguely threatening. Donald <laughs> Gleason. Yeah, I could see that too. No, I couldn't see him. No, he's too sweet. He's Bill. Yeah. Bill Weasley. Why did they? Well, actually, props to them for doing the fantastic car. Oh yeah, because very cool. I like that it separates. That's the kind of thing that you only see now when, like, they're trying to sell toys for a movie and it's not actually in it. But I'm like, hey, if you're going to do it, just do it. It now, worked. I could have done without it being a Dodge. Well, they have that thing's gonna, sponsors. That thing's a real piece of shit. And it's like, oh, it's got a heavy engine in it. I'm like, we don't, we don't need to I do didn't this. know what that meant. It's, I had to ask for It's barely even product placement. <laughs> It's definitely product placement. You're talking about it right now. Yeah. Dodge. We just said it. And they're not even a sponsor of this podcast. Dodge. (laughs) This podcast runs on a Hemi engine. I just thought it was very goofy. There's been worse product placement, though, for sure. Uh, Dumb note here. What if Sue actually got killed? It would be sad. They were, like, I think about to move on pretty quick if she had died. (laughs) They're like, on to the next wedding. We're like, oh my God, we're going to save so much fucking money on this wedding. They've lost, they're, it's sunken costs at this point. That's probably why they keep rescheduling the wedding. They're like, we've already spent so much money. Sunken cost fallacy. They're like, I need to get another advance on my loan. (laughs) 
The Baxter Buildings got a second mortgage again. Took a lean out on them. We're being audited by the IRS. That's the third Fantastic Four movie. They should probably be audited. Oh, man. I did say, I didn't even realize I had this note. I was like, Johnny gets a real Captain America moment here at the end. Um, So at the end, they have their makeup wedding, which is questionable on several levels. One questionable, because as I noted earlier, the all the guests are of, random well, people. But then, yeah, I guess Sue was like, I want to wear a kimono. And put and my hair in chopsticks. We're not doing this. But not only that, but... That was very 2000s as well. Like yeah. the chopsticks in your hair. Oof. Not doing that. Not not okay. Sue Storm, they're getting... This wedding is getting canceled in the media. Well, not back then. Uh but it gets interrupted, not because of a potentially world-ending threat like the first time, but because Venice is sinking into the Adriatic. And in my head, I was like... What are they no. going to do about like, That's it? just... And in my head, I had like an extra line where it's like, oh yeah, it's sinking into the Adriatic. And they're like, but uh, that's not really our problem. It's just... That's called climate change. climate change. change. <laughs> just make it be a PSA to the audience. They like turn to the camera and they're like, Make sure you do your part to help Venice from sinking into the Adriatic. Leo got to them. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, like, what are they going to do? Like, seriously, what is this iteration of the Fantastic Four going to do about Venice? What, are they going to go lift it up? Well, Reed's going to stretch his arms around the bottom of the buildings and Maybe save pull? some people. Yeah. I guess, how fast is it sinking? That I makes a big know. difference. That was the sequel setup. And we're, not, we're never going to get it. Is it called a sequel when it's the third one? I mean, yes. A third movie is a sequel of a movie. If you want to call it, I a, reject if you want to call it a threequel, go ahead. But I refuse to use that term. Trilogy. Well, that's the whole. That's the the group. I don't know. I don't like calling a second sequel a sequel. <laughs> well, it's the second sequel. We digress again. <laughs> a lot of digressing. There's just, I don't have that many notes. <laughs> we can wrap this bad boy <laughs> up. It's a short movie. It's a short episode. Uh, but it's a still, fun watch, though. Yeah. Even though we were like, it's kind of boring. It it does hold up as a movie. It like does. It's fun to goof on a little bit. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with a nice, tight, 90-minute, mid-2000s action but movie. But I and, challenge those that say it's better than the first one. Yeah. I love to read, like, I'm not going to bother, but... I, I do want to know people's rationale for such things. I want um, to read the receipts. <laughs> there we go. That one worked. That one worked. Uh, it's going to be a while until we get to the reboot, but that's okay. Um, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I also didn't hate the reboot. I'm going to I'm gonna give it another honest shot. I rem- You also said you didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't. I, but, I, but expectations were on the floor when we saw it. And I don't really remember it at all. So I do think it was like kind of boring. It was like it is a perfectly average. So I'll see if I still feel that way whenever we get around to watching it. But yeah, uh, next week we have another 2007 hero coming up for you. Uh, not going to tell you what it is, but pretty excited to uh, <laughs> to get into that. I wonder what it is. Hmm. If you're paying attention at home. We dropped some clues for you. Uh, but yeah. We have a good lineup, I think. We do. It's 
A lot of variety. We're all over the place. We are. We, we're, not, uh, we're not redoing any MCU stuff until July, so we have filled the gap with some goodies for y'all, and we hope you enjoy. And until then. We are out, out of, of the, the Superverse. superverse.